This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft, but the men can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. Call them every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shot with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. And here we are. As the man likes when I say, we made it to another Monday. Congratulations to you and to yours. And now, a little bit sad, because now we're down to one more football game. But R.J. Santillo is a happy man. The Niners and the Chiefs once again. I say good morning to Rick DiPietro. Hi, Rick. Oh, hi, David. I'd like to say a couple things to start. A couple the show. things. Go ahead. Okay, the first being this. I want to thank everyone that listens and consumes the show for all their support of RJ yesterday. Uh, we had on Twitter a lot of welfare checks because it wasn't going well for uh, our friend in the first half. Oh, no, it was not. So everyone knows RJ had what, RJ? A bite of pizza yesterday because you were so, so nervous watching that game? Has not eaten. Nervous watching. <laughs> Dick. Like, just a ball of emotion, hasn't eaten, so he's starving right now. Makes, almost, no, sen- makes no sense, by the way. None. Almost ma- almost ma- ate an old apple that was left at the studio over makes, the weekend. Makes zero sense. The game ended. The guy should have gone out for like some kind of a, a whatever he wanted, and to not eat is, is a ridiculous, ridiculous decision to make. But go ahead. Imagine if you were a Lions fan right now. Dave Rothenberg, a Lions fan, where would you be right now? In a gutter. Yeah. Rawr! But, but, I will say... That the real winners, and I know RJ's going to the Super Bowl, are are us. The people that are on the show, the people that listen to the show. Because yesterday was the day that one David Hugh Rothenberg finished last in the picks. That's right. Bulbous. Oh, yeah. So you'll get to see all my glory. Oh, I can't wait. One of the great days of my life. Oh, good for you. No, no, no one, including all the women in my life, have ever been more excited to see me naked than you. No, I am the most excited. <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit odd, the excitement level that you have, but congratulations. I, for one, would like to see uh, Dave naked. It's kind of like going to the freak show. Oh, not just me. Everybody wants to see this. When, we draw this. when I drew this plan up in my mind. Wait, wait, wait. When you, when you what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> when, when I drew you, this plan. You really are excited, huh? It's Monday when morning. You, it, when you draw this baby up? I draw it right up. You were who I had in mind. I didn't really want to see RJ naked. I didn't really want to see Ray naked. I wanted to see you naked. All right. Well, you're gonna you're gonna get your wish. Thanks to uh, thanks to Lamar Jackson and Zay Flowers. Thank you, Zay. Thank you. Oh, oh my God. Well, uh, I mean, and I it's so funny. So I tweeted this out after the game. We're gonna get to the games. We got Rex Ryan today, of course, the frenzy around the league. But around the league is gonna kind of consume the whole show. Not not too happy with uh, with this Julius Randle injury either. I kind of no. I'm not I'm not happy that we don't have any results yet either. Right. I don't love that. No, because you figure now you're, I mean, I'm sure he went for all the testing immediately, and to not know anything now, I mean, we're what, 30-something hours later, is a little bit concerning. Um. Well, I'm, I'm sure they know. I mean, the second you get out of the well, MRI. Then, uh, yeah, but do you figure if it was nothing, they would tell you, no? Uh, they would probably tell you. I would imagine that he's probably, I mean, going to seek a second opinion. At the very least, that's what you should do. I don't know, man. If we lose him with how well the season is going... Be terrible, Just beat Miami. Ugh, be terrible. If he listen, if he misses ten games, fine, you know whatever. But if he's going to miss a lot of time, if he's going to miss the rest of the season, uh, that's it. You're done. Ah, uh, yeah, you're done. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you're replacing that. I mean, well, you don't. You make I mean, a move, you know, listen, but I, I don't love him. I think a lot of people are frustrated by what he does, but he's uh, he's a very good player. Ah, uh, you'll you, love more when he's gone. I can tell you that. No, I, I think listen, he's he's a good player. He adds he's, a ton to this team. I hate when you say that. What? It's so disrespectful to say he's a good player. Why is it disrespectful to say someone's a good player? Because he's an all-NBA player. That's better than good. I don't think he's, he's a an great all-star player. and an all-NBA player. I don't think he's a great player. Ugh. I don't think he's a great player. I think he's a, he's a very good player. I don't understand well, At least say very think... good. Well, say very good at least then. I just said very good. Santiago I, I, agrees with me. He thinks you're being very disrespectful. Okay. Well, he can have his opinion. I also think that Lamar Jackson will never win a Super Bowl. Is that very disrespectful? 
Um, well, no, he hasn't. He hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. I mean, in big games, Lamar Jackson does not get it done at all. Oh, on third down, he didn't get it done either yesterday. He was bad yesterday. Hey, dude, it's it's funny though, man. It's just like watching this Kansas City Chiefs team play the last couple weeks. I mean, that's there's something to be said about just knowing how to win. Uh, you're not wrong, and, I, and I'll tell you what, the Ravens, they made it feel like that game was too big for them yesterday. Well, I mean, it's a lot of these moments, and you hear Bill Belichick talk about it all the time. Actually, he was saying it to Milo yesterday, like trying to give Bill like a Bill Belichick dad. was? No, I was, as oh. Bill Belichick, like trying to give a teaching moment because we, uh, we had the old 7.30 puck drop in New Jersey yesterday. It was great. Um, what time you got to wake up for the 7.30 puck uh, I was a 5 a.m.er. Yep. Yep, 5 a.m. Nice. We had a 5 a.m. on Saturday. Good for you. Yeah, get yourself ready. Yep. Um, I was just saying, like in, in, in games, especially, you know, games that are going to be tight, two evenly matched teams, you know, these were the top two scoring defenses in the NFL, is a lot of these games are lost, not won. And he's like, well, what does that mean, Dad? I was like, well, it's, I mean, there's a certain level of poise that you have to have in these games where you can't afford to make mistakes. Like yep. self-inflicted wounds in games like this are going to cost you. And you saw the penalty stuff. I mean, you had the... Uh, the Zay Flowers, you know, fumble. You had Lamar trying to force it into triple coverage, that interception. Right. It was just like the Kansas City Chiefs. There's a reason why Patrick Mahomes is always in the AFC Championship game. There's a reason why Patrick Mahomes is playing in his fourth fourth Super Bowl. It's amazing. It, it, by and the Travis way, I, Kelsey I, is one of the great, great tight ends of all time. Uh, you know what the amazing thing about Kelsey is? I mean, Rasheed Rice is, is good, right? He's, he's a, maybe, maybe even very good. But you don't look at their receivers and say, oh, my God, they're terrifying. You would figure that teams would somehow be able to slow down Travis Kelsey, and they can't. It's one of the great mysteries in football to me. Um, yeah, well, I think it just it speaks to why to his greatness, right? Yeah. No, I, I, think I mean, right. it's like you saw some of it, too. And Kyle Hamilton was – Kyle Hamilton He's that game amazing. Was amazing, but, like, it's just he knows – like, his ability to think the game – is special. He sees it like Mahomes sees it. Like if it's zone, he finds the sweet spot in the zone. If it's man, no, he's gonna get leverage and run away from the coverage. You saw it on the touchdown, which was a, I mean, which was a perfect, perfect throw, low outside. The only place that Kelsey could catch it, he holds onto it. And this is not the same Travis Kelsey we saw during the regular season. Like this is the, this is the Travis Kelsey that we're accustomed to seeing throughout his career. Like, he, he wasn't this good during the regular season, and he's right. been well, awesome. Well, I, I think that's why people were so kind of soured in picking the Bills and picking the uh, the Ravens, because this was not the Chiefs team that we've seen. This the, I wonder if it's fair to say, and, and maybe it's not, I don't know what you think, I wonder if the Chiefs get a little bit bored with the regular season at this point. I think there's probably something to be said about that. It was kind of like the conversation we were having at the end of the week about the Knicks, right? Like how the Knicks play at this level during the regular season, and can they find a new one because they play every regular season game so hard? It's like teams have the ability, like the Kansas City Chiefs, that once you get to the postseason, they can bring, they can step it up a level. Defense has been great all season. Defense was really good again in this game. Yep, I, dude, Sp- you got to give Spags credit, man. That coaching staff, but Spags, he's what he's able to do defensively. He, I'm surprised he hasn't gotten another chance as a head coach. By the way, they pressured the hell out of him. Uh, I think what was it under pressure? I had the stat. I think he completed 41 percent of his pass, uh, passes when he was blitzed, uh, Lamar. And they placed him 41% of his, his dropbacks. He felt, at least the way I watched it, uncomfortable almost the entire game. Yeah, and you can start to see the frustration. I mean, this, is, like, this was a new, this was different for this team. Like, this team isn't used to not having the kind of success. And I don't know why they didn't run the ball. That was awful. I, I mean, their, their game plan coming in to that game was awful. I mean, Todd Munkin, and that was the thing. I mean, Todd Munkin was new, right? He was going to get the most out of Lamar and... You know, in the biggest moment, they they did they just did not. They didn't run the ball. I, th- I think I saw that. I think Warren Sharp. Uh, oh, I got it right here. They ran the ball like three times in, I forget what, like. What, I have it right here. What, what is it? Go ahead. Oh, in the entire game, the Ravens had three early down running back yeah. runs. Three. They gained three. 17 yards. But they only had, dude, they only had six. They only had six uh, carries from their running backs. That's ridiculous. Against, and I think the Chiefs are, what, 28th against the run? Yeah, I mean, that, that would be the thing that you would try to attack with the Chiefs, yeah. I, you would figure. And it's not like you didn't have success when you I mean, you didn't run it a lot, certainly, but you had some success. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's how you got there. I mean, we're going to spend how much time, of the, uh, how long on the show today talking about Dan Campbell, you know, and how this is how this is how I've coached the entire season. Well, this is how, I mean, there's a certain way that Baltimore plays. They played, and they're here in the AFC Championship game, and for some reason they got away from it. It was almost like uh, what happened with Tampa. Right in that last game against the the Lions, 
Tampa did such a good job in their first playoff game, putting tons of pressure, and then all of a sudden, it, it, when they they played the Lions, it's like, well, where'd the where'd the pressure go? Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you where the pressure goes. That, that Lions offensive line is amazing. That Lions offense, period. It, it, yeah, that Lions offense. I mean, they they ripped through the the Niners defense in that first half, I, and they went away from the running game too. Uh yeah. And I don't know why they did that either. Dude, it's a big moment, man. That would be the one thing I would say, too, about the Lions game and just Dan Campbell in general. It's like, you, you also got to understand, like, this is how we coach, and I get it, but, like, understand the moment, too. Like, the moment might not be too big for you. Like, you can function in this kind of moment. This is the NFC Championship game or the AFC Championship game. Like, you got to remember your players, though, too. Like, are they, can the players handle the moment? If all of a sudden the momentum starts to turn, can they handle it? And it was clear the Lions could not could not handle. I, it. I I know this is. I, I don't even know what people are going to think today. To me, Dan Campbell was he was awful in that game yesterday. Awful. I mean, you you had a chance at a, a, a imminently makeable field goal. What was it? It would have been like forty two yards to go back up seventeen. More than midway through quarter number three, take the momentum back, kick it away, have them start at the twenty five. And you decided to go for it. Then you go for it again. And by the way, and, and I know that things change. And you can't say this is exactly how it would play out. But you left six points on the table, and you lost by three. Yeah, they decided to go for it on the uh, the Niners Niners thirty. So that's what a forty-seven yard field goal. Yeah, but Badgley's good. Yeah, right. But I mean, and you, if you listen to the post game, which I did, Kyle Shanahan actually said that going in at the half. They felt like it should have been more than 17 points because that's how it looked. That's what the number said. It should have been more than 17 points. So they were happy it was only 17 points. And the other thing he said is that we came out in the, in the second half and we had to settle for a field goal. Like they settled. Like, hey, it was great that we scored the three points, but we had to settle all they of a sudden. They settle for, for a field goal. Right. So now you come back like and, and have the ability to put, you put yourself it, right? back up three scores. Yeah. Because you already had the momentum. That's part of coaching too, man. I mean, it, it's you can feel it as a player. You got to be able to manage the momentum, and all of a sudden that that stop, that drop. I mean, they had some pressure. I get it. Goff st- stepped up and throw wasn't perfect, but still one that Josh Reynolds should catch. They don't. All of a sudden now, defense starts feeling good about themselves. Offense is back on the field, and then you had that Gibbs fumble, Ugh. Which, which was huge. The, the the drop by Reynolds, right? Two of them. I mean, he had the he had the two drops. I mean, that's the thing. The the first time, the first fourth down. Should, they should have completed that. That was that was a good throw. It was a bad drop. Probably cost them at least. I mean, who knows if they would have even ever kicked the field goal? But it certainly cost them points. You would figure. And then the the next time, I think what was it? It was a tie game, right? Tied at twenty four. No, they, they dropped, were down. They were down. No, I don't three. think so. Yeah, they were down three. It was to tie it up. No, I don't think so. I'm telling you, it I'm was that was uh, they were no. down twenty seven twenty four. No. Mm-mm. RJ, please explain mm-hmm. to him that they were down twenty seven twenty four twenty four, and he dropped to third and ten. Oh no, no, you're talking about the drop. I thought you meant the field goal. Yeah, drop was third and ten. Yeah, third, yeah. third and ten, twenty four, twenty four, horrendous drop. Yeah, that was a three and out. So they just scored the touchdown after the right. Gibbs fumble. They go three and out on that drop. Would have been a first down, and then boom, back down field goal. And then they're up twenty seven, twenty four, and now he decides to go for it again, and they don't get it. Yeah. No, I, I listen. I thought Lamar Jackson was a big loser yesterday. I thought the Ravens were a big loser yesterday. I thought that. Dan Campbell. See, at least there was no pressure on them going into the game. But I think once you go up by 17 points at the half, the expectation is you're going to win. And I thought Dan Campbell, I thought I thought he really failed yesterday in that game. Yeah, I agree with you. I'll tell you another. We talked about this before the show. Another sneaky big play in that game because if they scored a touchdown at the end of the half, that game was probably it was just going to be too much. Yep. I mean, they go up, they go up 24 there. It's probably over. Is the uh, and it was for, I get it. He doesn't get the ball much. Well, they would have gone up 21, right? Uh, excuse me, yeah, 20 up there, 14, yeah. yep. No. Yeah. Yeah, because they kicked the, the field goal, right. correct. Uh, Fersker stepping out of bounds at the at the one and a half there. Well, RJ said it was his first catch of the entire season. Right. It's like he but, didn't know what to it, do when he got the ball. It looked like he had no idea what to do. Like, he, you know, it's like a, it would be like a child in a Pop Warner game. It's like you catch it, and the parents are on the side like, now run, now go. Yeah, like, stop, stay in bounds, now get to the end zone. And he's like, oop, oh, right, here we go. I mean, there was no one near him. All he had to do was turn around and, and get his way into the end zone, and now it's a 21-point deficit. But who, know, who knows? I, I thought the way, and I know what's going to happen. I guarantee you Rex is going to come on the show today and be like, that's what he did all season, that's what he does, and I don't blame him at all for that. But I do. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I don't care if it's, it's what you've done all season. I understand that, and that's fine. 
and your team is bought into that. But there are certain times. I mean, you have to make you have to make decisions as players. We always want to go for it, but in that spot, you have a chance to go up three scores. You've already had. I mean, it's you're also playing. Like you also got to understand too that you're playing the clock and the time as well. Right, you match their field goal with your own field goal. It's seventeen. It's two. It's right. three scores, and you've right. already had you have eight minutes into the third. I've already peeled off the clock in the third quarter. I mean, the Chiefs didn't score a point in the second half, right? Uh Chiefs did not know, uh, but they didn't need to because they played the clock. They played the they played the the score, and they 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 were able to grind it out and get the victory. And I I, I don't know, man. I thought Dan Campbell. I thought that was awful. I thought what he did last night was awful. And I, I think he's a great story. I think he's amazingly likable. I thought in that moment, he was brutally bad. You know what it reminded me of? It actually, and I almost texted you guys this, it was almost like a, his like tin cup moment. When like, it's Roy McAvoy, this is what I do. Give me the three wood. Right. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you need, give me the three wood. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't always have, it doesn't always have to be, okay, we have a fourth down, I'm going for it. Like there's different situations. And you're right. in a situation, you go up 17 points. 17 points, more than midway through the third quarter, and you decide to go for it. Now, he's got to catch the ball, but he didn't. No, he didn't, and that's not a foregone conclusion that you're going to kick the field goal either, but still, like, I mean, you got to play, you're just you're playing the score, the time, the situation. Like, all those things have to be taken into account. Right. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. RJ, how you feeling? Congratulations to you. It's a great day, Dave. Thank you very much. I'd like to thank everyone that made this possible. The Niners, Dan Campbell. My heart goes out to you, Lions fans, in a way that... Dave, you were right. You said it's a great story. I love the story, especially the ending. It's really good. Well, you're, uh, you, we don't usually get this version of RJ. He's he's salty and 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 mocking. I mean, it's kind of different today with him. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, I have no ill will against the Lions. It's not like How the Packers. Could you? Yeah, I mean, well, it's not like the Packers where I enjoy knocking them out every single or every other year. Um, Dan Campbell is. Someone that has always coached, like I used to play video games. But in doing that, you got a sense. I said this to you guys before the show, and a lot of people watching probably thought it. Once they didn't kick the field goal, I that was irrelevant to me. I was just excited that they, whether the drive continued or not, that was kind of the... the Which one are you talking about? The first one? The first one. Uh Where, for me... It wasn't going to decide if the Niners came back. It was going to decide if, if the Niners lost the game. Because if you give up a first down there, it just kind of says something about, okay, the second half, just like we saw in the first half. You get a stop there, and that is, that's one of those moments. Like if you're watching the, you know, the recap of the game, you're like, oh, 
And I think everyone knew it, right? I'm not I'm not saying anything that, that you guys didn't realize also. But just the fact that he gave them a chance, that's all they needed. Uh, he gave them a chance, and I, I thought he was really kind of a large portion of the problem why why the Lions lost that game. I thought he was bad. I, uh, like I said before the show to you guys, you, know, like it's, you think it's right? Like he's he's dangerous. Like, he coaches in such and, – and I'm not opposed to being aggressive. He goes above and beyond aggressive. He, to me, is dangerous in these big spots. Well, I think there's a line, right? I think there's a line between being aggressive and being reckless. And I think, like, I mean, the, the Dallas Cowboys decision, right? I mean, once they, they keeps going for it. Yeah, we know you got screwed. But, I mean, at that point, it's – and then you take the penalty. Right. It's like, okay, just right. take, take the extra take point. Take the extra point, and then you have the momentum and, and figure out a way to win this game now. Right. Like, I think he I think he got reckless yesterday because I think, to RJ's point, I think that, that the Niners were looking for a reason to believe. And after settling for a field goal, it's like, okay, you know, we had to settle for a field goal. I'm not sure this is enough. If Detroit goes down, matches their field goal, you're not really – like, that's – okay, we're back to square one where it's 17, it's three scores – you know, we're, we're more than halfway through the third quarter, and Detroit still has the momentum. All of a sudden, now you get to stop, right? Now, okay, now now there's reason to believe. Now we get some momentum. Boom, touchdown. Gibbs fumble. Now the whole, now you can't stop it. Now there was no stopping it. And you got to be able to manage that as a coach, because I'm telling you, having, been, like, having played, like you can feel it as a player. You can feel it change. And I know hockey's different, but for us, it was always, like, once you get it, how long can you keep it? And once the other team has it, how quickly can you stop it? Because you can feel it, and that's a big part of it's a big part of sports. And Detroit was not able to to stop it. Yeah, I, I want to get to the calls. You know what else I thought was a horrendous play call? Horrendous. Which was game? When they Tell me which game. The in the Lions, uh, the Lions Niners game. Okay. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The end of the when, game when they ran in a third down. Yeah. Yeah. What What are you doing? You have three timeouts. No, you couldn't afford to waste the timeout is what, right. what it was. Right, right, exactly. You had three timeouts. So if you get, even if you kick a field goal there, you, you kick the ball deep. You it, it, This is in a perfect world. You stop them three and out. You use your timeouts, and you get the ball back with, you know, I, I don't know, I mean, at least some time to run the ball on third down. I, I mean, it, it's, a, it's an unbelievable call to me because now you have to take the timeout. And really now, if you don't recover the onside kick, the game is over. Yeah, well, I mean, you're extending the game also. If you don't score, if I mean, if if Jamison Williams doesn't make that catch in the back of the end zone, the right? Game's well, over. listen, I think you should have kicked the field goal, but if you throw it and you're incomplete and you kick the field goal and you kick it deep, your defense could make a stop. Even even right. if you just even if you decide to do an onside kick, you go onside kick. Niners recover it. You have three timeouts. They can't run out the clock. You get the ball with what forty seconds, thirty five seconds left. Like at least you have a chance. He was going to score a touchdown. Hell or high water, he was getting his touchdown there. Well, that, going for it didn't bother me as much as running the ball on third down because now you're using a timeout. If you did intend to run the ball, why not run it on fourth down where if you get stopped, game's over, and if you score, you know, you, you put the points on the board. I don't know. I just thought there well, were so many on third, bad decisions for him in the second half. I agree with you, but I think running it on third down was the, was the hey, we're going we're gonna to try to score a touchdown here. We're not settling for a field goal. Yeah, but if he doesn't get in, now, now you ruin any chance to get the ball back unless you recover an onside kick. Exactly. I'm with you, man. I thought yeah. it was a bad decision, too. But yeah. I think, I mean, in moments like this, I just think that for players, for coaches, for everybody, I mean, in, in these kind of moments, I mean, some guys some guys can handle the moment and some guys can't. I'll tell you what, though. San Francisco got to figure their defense out ASAP. They don't the get any, I mean, outside of like one or two times, they don't get pressure on the quarterback. Uh, they started in the second half. It was better, but still, I mean, they gave up almost five, almost four hundred forty-two yards. They gave up in that game. It's bad. All right, we got to get to these calls because they're, they're. I mean, every phone line is lit up, and let's get to them. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Justin and Tom's River. Lead us off, Justin. You're on ninety-eight seven ESPN. Hey guys, thank you for taking my phone call. As always, you know, I, you guys made a lot of great points. You know, Dan Campbell cost the Lions a chance to play in the Super Bowl yesterday, Dave, and, and uh, Rick. You brought up a lot of good points too. You know. When it was 24-10 and him going for a fourth down was absolutely reckless at that point in time in the game. The second one, okay, if he wants to go for it. But, you know, like you said, there's being aggressive and there's being reckless. And most coaches in that situation are too conservative. That was downright reckless at that point. And he has to understand the situation of the game and for this franchise. This franchise has been a tortured franchise. When they don't convert that fourth down, you totally gave the, the Niners a spark. And it totally absolutely changed the outcome in that game early on. And when it got to one score – you saw 
the Lions fell flat on their face. And you knew as a tortured franchise that it was going to spiral out of control and they were going to lose the game at that point. And that was a terrible coaching job and not realizing the situation by Dan Campbell at that point in time. I mean, we both agree with you, and thanks for the call. I, I, I think, you know, I, I, don't, I don't look at it and say they've never been, so you have to coach differently. I, I just think that you have to look at it and say we can go up 17 points and have taken off eight minutes of the clock. That, that to me, is the avenue you have to go down. Right, and I also think, though, too, like I think there's the, the mental aspect of sports is so important, and in a moment like this, you're on the road. It's the NFC Championship game. You're playing a team that is expected to win. I mean, what are they, what are the game close at? Seven? Going uh, to that game, there was seven. Seven, seven or seven and a half, yeah. So you're a touchdown dog on the road. You're playing great football. The last thing you want to have happen is have any creep doubt, any doubt creep into the minds of your players. Like, I would say the same thing, like, as far as the Lions being able to take the ball right down the field and score a touchdown. Like, what that does for your psyche, what that does for your confidence. Like, because you don't know going in how this thing's, like, how, how you're going to respond, how your team's going to respond. And all of a sudden, boom, right down the field, you score a touchdown. What that does for your confidence. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is gonna, we, can play in this, we can play against this team. Right. Or, like, or like Kansas City against the best defense in football, marching down the field, first two possessions and scoring touchdown. What's that touchdowns? What that does for you and what that does to the other team. Like, that defense isn't used to this. I think that was the first time that defense has let up uh, back-to-back touchdown drives in the first two possessions since 2021. And they're like, whoa. And they were whoa. easy. And this was, is this is different. Every third down, every fourth down. I mean, the the, the how about how about that play? The for, the first fourth down where he's rolling right and he hits Kelsey was just gorgeous. With that di- with the diving catch he made, or you thought that was the third down? Well, I think. No, no, no. It was it was a I, oh across the middle. Yeah, the one I, he I ca- the it one was he like fifteen yards down, down yes. the field. The fourth down where he I I thought he was going to be sacked and then he threw kind of like a duck up and Kelsey made that great catch. Like my God. That that team is unbelievable. The Chiefs. I here's the thing, you can never doubt the Chiefs again. You ju- you just can't. No, I didn't. I took the Chiefs actually. No, no, but I'm saying like not you specifically. Why does it always have to go back to you? Well, because I, I think another big thing to come out of this weekend is talking about one of the biggest turnarounds in the history of sports. Really, after what happened last season. What do you mean? Well, what do you mean? I went on a streak of why it was one and oh, seventeen you, in the picks. You, I thought you, I, see, I, I thought we were talking about football. You, I didn't realize you changed the narrative here. So now you're talking about your comeback. Did you win the whole thing? Um, I, I, I could. Yeah, I mean, I got a game lead going into the Super Bowl. So, you, so Raymond has to pick differently than you. Oh, uh, well, I control the board too, actually. So that fourth down play to Jamison Williams changed everything to you. It was everything? Wow, Raymond, were you upset by this? I am a little bit upset. I'm not going to lie to you. I am. A, you guys take this too this, seriously. No, I'm not. Not that it's taken too seriously. But if you remember, this is exactly what happened last year with me and RJ. Exactly the same situation. We're going into the Super Bowl. I'm literally a game back. I have to pick the opposite of whatever he picks. All right. Let, let's do this. Let's break. We'll come back. We'll get to all your calls. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We got all the the normal trimmings of a football Monday. Uh, this is also a sad day. Because football is really dead now, which sucks. But positive for RJ. And we're here to support <laughs> our friend who forgot to put food nourishment in his mouth after the game. It's DPH on Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. This new year, it's time to finally lose that weight the safe and natural way with NJ Diet. Their results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you're going to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, contractually guaranteed. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva along with bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements to get your body into the fat-burning zone. That NJ Diet uses your DNA info to make sure you keep the weight off. Don't take shots for the rest of your life. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, naturally, quick and safely with NJ Diet. No hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You even get the doctor's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET. That's 855-5NJ-DIET. Or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. This comes from um, Rabin Chowdhury. He says, I hate RJ and his smug self. 49ers suck. I hope they get smashed by the Chiefs. Wow. That's not very nice. Not nice at all. What was his name? Uh, I can't remember now. I just deleted it. I'm sorry you feel that way, Um, whoever you are. Zach D, RJ better be sending Dan Campbell a fruit basket tomorrow. Gifted that game. Wow. I'm not sure if there's anyone outside of probably Larry Hardesty and maybe maybe Rodney. I'm not sure there's anyone at the at the station that's more well liked than RJ. Clear I would say this. Clearly the nicest person on our show. Like, oh, that's not, not even not, dude, that's a low bar though. But here's an, here's another one. Matt as this, I mean this just just came in. I see that little boy RJ's back to being his cocky fool self. His team has been shredded like Swiss cheese the last three games that they've played. I thought their defense was their claim to fame. Bosa and Young seem incapable, and the only sacks Bosa got was when he was unblocked. Right now, the Niners are only showing up for two quarters of a game. They're going to get smashed. Can we back? What is happening? I called uh, RJ a little boy. Yeah, I, I think there's a there's a real feel out there that RJ, I don't know. There's, a, there's a, some animosity towards RJ. Yeah, well, I, you know what it is? I haven't hid the fact that I, I expected, I don't, I don't play on the team, I don't control it. I expect them to get to this point. I know it hasn't looked super smooth. And listen, they're taking on Patrick Mahomes. This is not a, going to stroll in there and have your way with the Chiefs. They, who knows? Maybe they do get smacked around in the Super Bowl. I don't know. But well, I, I've already efforted to get you tickets. I've already sent that numerous texts. Well, you're a great man, and I, I no, I'm not a great man unless I get this done. Well, I and I appreciate it. I, however, if you're not going to be excited about your team going to the Super Bowl, I don't know what to tell you. And for the Niners, this is a game that they they've talked about it. So I kind of take my cues from them. They expected to get to this point. This is where when the season started, if they were healthy, which for the most part they were. This was the intended result. You, you got where you wanted to go to. Now, how did you forget to eat last night? Uh, too nervous. And then well, afterwards, too excited. Know, after the game, how did you forget to eat? I wasn't even thinking about food after the game. You, just, went, you, you forgot. I got you sucked, put anything in your mouth at all? <laughs> no. I got sucked down the rabbit hole of, of post-game sound highlights. And yeah. The, but you don't, you don't have like a Hot Pocket? Yeah, oh, there's there's food that I I, mean, certain, I certainly could have had. Yeah, how do you have a hot pocket? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like like a like a frozen meal. You have anything that you could just you just warm up and at least nourish yourself? You didn't eat. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a missed opportunity. And then but this morning, as, as you're on your way in, you, you didn't you didn't stop and, and and get something from the cart in front or the the calf downstairs. Yeah, I've had I've had my opportunities. Just I, I got sucked down the rabbit hole again this morning. Too excited. Yeah. No, I don't understand. You walk by a man that has fresh bagels. Why don't you get yourself a bagel, a bacon, egg, and cheese, something, bring it up, and kind of enjoy yourself before the show? Well, when RJ gets here, he doesn't have the bagels, first of all. So. Yeah, I'm not he sure. also prioritizes the work part of it. Yeah, I, I wanted to make uh, sure. I stop it. He could run downstairs for three minutes and get himself a bagel yeah. at 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah, I could. I would have to go probably during like a commercial. I'm not sure I have the same array of options that are open right now. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I listen. I'm sorry if I, I I'm gonna pull a Dave. I, I'm sorry if I've if I've offended you. You haven't offended me. I just find no, it interesting no, not you. that you, <laughs> not you, oh. the, the 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 people out there. But yeah, you're right. So guess what? San Fran's a better team. Oh. Like may, maybe for parts they weren't yesterday, and you could say for oh half. Yeah, like oh they choked the game. They weren't ready. They weren't ready. Detroit wasn't ready to close the game out. I don't know what to tell you. If if you think anything other than that, you're wrong. Oh. Uh, can I, make I a do appreciate please? when he gets a little nasty, though. Right, but here's the problem, though, with the whole, like, you reading emails. We don't have the, the back and forth, which led to Radio Gold last time. I'd like to make a suggestion for you. Yeah, if show. you call in today, I'll crush you. I'll yeah. hammer you. I'm not going to. This is a disclaimer to everybody. I think today, 
because the emotions are running high, we find a little a little chunk of time for a a Monday morning roast. Why? Wh- who's roasting who? Well, the people can call in, and those ones that want to take shots at RJ have the ability now, or you, or me, or Santi. Why are you but inviting I think RJ, this? RJ will be a Huckleberry today. Like he'll he'll come guns a blazing. I think we need it. I think the audience wants it. How about how about this? By the way, I didn't tell you this. I'm I'm in, you know not work related at a baseball event for Ben on Saturday. Guy standing behind me. I turn around like, oh, what what are you doing? You hung up on me once. Oh no! I'm like what? Oh, I'm like what? What? He's like, you hung up on me. I had more to say. I was like, dude. And he was really mad. He wasn't thrilled. Oh, I was like, dude, dude, come on, man. And you and, might need security. Isn't that a that's a little much, no? Though I think you get into that level now, stardom. I think you might need security. Wouldn't ESPN have to su- provide the security for me? Yeah, though? right. Yeah, right. So how do you wiggle out of that situation? You just awkwardly stare at each other for a little while, then kind of walk away. <laughs> well, I was like, come on. And he's like, you did. He's like, I had more to say. I was like, dude. Dave <laughs> just starts rattling off players' colleges. <laughs> yeah, Villanova. <laughs> you want to ask me where somebody went to college? I'll make yeah, you feel better. Make it up for you. You want, you want to finish your call now? <laughs> <laughs> now is as good a time as any. Oh my god, it, it's weird. All right, let's get to the calls. Uh, Joe in Staten Island. Hi, Joe. You're on ninety-eight-seven. Hey guys, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. I uh, just want to say something about both games real quick. Um, so I saw there was a major missed call on Likely. I'm sure you guys saw that. And then I saw, first of all, they looked very un- uninspired, first of all, at a home game for the Ravens. I think I was expected that they would come out a better way. Um, then then you got the next game. At the very least, six points extra should have been on the lines. They, they went for it on fourth down in, the, in field goal range twice. I just don't understand how when they burst the Cowboys, they had that big mistake. And this guide, I mean, he's good, but why do you not learn from your mistakes after losing such a game like that? That's a win and go home well, In his game. mind, it wasn't a mistake. Uh, in his mind, it wasn't a mistake. In his mind, it was, I mean, he, this is how we coach. Well, I get it, but this is how we coaches. I mean, was that, uh, the play was there. Right, so you call the players the coach, and in his mind, your players go out and execute. So the players have responded to him all year and how aggressive he's been. He makes the call, and Josh Reynolds drops the ball. Yeah, but I'm with you. I, I think I, I thought the same thing, though. I thought in that moment, kick the field goal, go back up three scores at 17. It would have changed now. the whole game. It would have changed the play calling of everything. I agree. I, I thought, I, I, and thanks for the call, Joe. I thought it was awful. I thought it was awful, and I think it puts San Fran in like a a panic mode. I mean, 17 points with. What twenty two minutes to play? I, I mean, can you re- can you really run the ball a lot now? You, you maybe you eliminated that from your your offensive repertoire. It's just I, I don't know. It just it felt like in the and this is not Monday morning quarterback. Like as he was doing it, I was like, what are you doing? Come on! And I get it that that's their their thing is they they're aggressive, but there's aggressive and there's too much. And I thought that was a too much. Yeah, then being reckless. If there was anything that was going to continue to run the ball, it was going to be it would be San Francisco. I mean, first half, McCaffrey was doing pretty much nothing running the ball. I mean, he was like the fourth leading rusher in the game for much of the game. The Lions had like three guys that had more ru- rushing yards than him for much of the game. Yeah, I don't know how, like how if you're on this team, how if you're a fan of the Lions, how, what kind of way you're in today. Cause... Well, the only thing I'll say is it was a magical season. You're, you're right. I mean, listen, I think that. Yeah, that but you say that, but once you're up 17 going into the half, I man. Know. I know. That All that changes. I know. I know. Listen, you're not wrong. It's just, I don't know. I'm looking for a silver lining. You had yet an amazing season. I'll tell you what, though, too. This and again, like I don't know how I would. I know how it feel, but like I get the whole Dan Campbell, like the 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 spiel at the end, where it's like, you know, that this this team, this same team, will never be together again, and some of you might not ever get in the spot again. I, I right. I might have snapped. Great. Yeah, but you can't you can't yell at him or attack him because he'll murder you. He'll maul you. You're right, guys. An animal bite your kneecaps right off. Here is Dan Campbell. Uh, going for it on fourth down. I just felt really good about us converting, getting our momentum, and not letting them play long ball. You know, they were bleeding the clock out. That's what they do. And I wanted to get the upper hand back. It's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know. I get that. But I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. Because, you know, they didn't. we didn't come through. It wasn't able to to work out, but I just, I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. But this didn't work out. Uh, everybody that has the the notion or the take of that, this, what he does, I just think it's a, I think it's a bad take today. 
I think it's a terrible take today. And I love being, listen, I love being aggressive. I love putting it in your players' hands, especially because their offense is really good. But, like, don't give me the hole. They're going to play. Good, bleed the clock out. We're up, seven, we're up 17 points. Bleed it out as much as you want. Take as much time to score a touchdown as you need because we're right. up 17. Look what the Chiefs did. Yeah, I don't. I, again, I think it goes back to there's a fine line between being aggressive and being reckless. Yeah. And I think was, what he did yesterday he, was reckless. He was reckless. D in Queens. D, good morning. You're next up, buddy. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Um, Listen, you're talking about Dan Campbell, but John Harbaugh had the worst coach game I ever saw in his career. That team looked like they were sniffing coke. They were so out of control. They were just doing the most. There was a play where the dude just smacked um, Mahomes, in the, Mahomes face. in the face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lamar was terrible. Terrible. But the whole team was bad. The yeah. whole team. Well, I'll say that. I will say this, Dave. calling was trash. In the second half, the Ravens' defense was terrific. Like, they, 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 they figured exactly. something out at the half. But the way they behaved. And it's like the play calling. Like, they would play after play. And even Tony Romo said it. Why is Lamar not running? Like, it's like they were trying to prove a point. Instead of just saying, listen, this is a game Lamar might have to run like 30 times. And well, why did they run in win. general? It was. Say again? They didn't run in general. They didn't run. The, they did not run the exactly. ball. Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. And they fly. Like, everything. The team was. Un- I've never seen a Ravens team that undisciplined. You're, you're right. Listen, the whole team was. They don't, they don't, thanks to the call, D. They don't escape criticism. That they were, you, you know, you do realize that the Chiefs were, were prepared to run the first half out, right? They ran the ball in that first down. They got nothing. They were going to, the, the clock was running. Then Kyle Van Noy with a stupid headbutt. Then they're like, all right, well, we got 15 yards. We'll try. Then you, you, you I forget who it was, you know, like hits him across the Jones. face. It was Jones slapped him right in the face. Right. And, and now it's like another 15. Like, all right, well, now we have no choice but to, and they kicked the field goal. I mean, you you gave them, in a game where points were a commodity, you you handed them three points at the end of that first half. Well, no, I did. But you also had a couple holding penalties, too, on Kansas City. And that Kelsey catch got him back into into field goal range. No, it, but that's, again, I mean, it speaks to the kind of, I mean, you, there's a level of poise you have to have in these big moments. How about the Zay Flowers taunting penalty? Makes a huge play, gets up, stands over. Well, he, over he, 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 he pushes him down, and then he kind of places the ball in front of him and taunts him. Awful. Yeah, and oh, by the way, guess who forced the fumble before the goal line? The guy you taunted, dummy. Right. No, but it was, it was, it was no, you, you just got a 60-yard play. What do you have to taunt them for? I don't know. I don't know. It's a great f- question. I, they, I think they had five unsportsmanlike penalties. Or, or yeah, or unsportsmanlike or taunting or what? Five. Yeah, it's too many. You can't. And they had three turnovers. You can't. It's not going to It's not gonna beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's not the Ravens. The Ravens, I think, tied with the Giants for the, the best turnover differential the entire season. Yeah, right. But, again, I mean, it's a big moments make you do right. things out of the ordinary sometimes. Right. It was, it was a really, really bad performance from Baltimore yesterday. Really, really And there's bad. no one that looks more comfortable in those moments in the NFL right now than Patrick Mahomes. He's awesome. What's like the, this, uh, do you know what the number is on the Super Bowl? Don't say it if you do. Yeah, I do. You, you know it. Yeah. Raymond, do you know it? I do. Oh, you, got, you guys are the worst. I knew it, I knew it coming in, though. So are we like, the worst or are we just really, we're really well prepared? Yeah, I, I saw it I before, before we. I'd, I'd go worst. Before we even came in this morning, so so you want you want like blissful ignorance where we just we don't do anything and then you can surprise us with nuggets. Well, I don't know the number, so I thought we could play a little game, but we can't play a game. I'm gonna RJ knows it too, of course. I'm gonna say, does that surprise anybody that of the three of the four of us, you're the only one that doesn't doesn't know? Well, no, I intentionally avoided. I easily could have. I thought about do right. I look? I was like, no, no, you know, maybe we'll have a little fun this morning. But no, you guys are fun killers. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm going to say... Preparation detrimental to fun. <laughs> what really says if, a lot about you. If you guys you. didn't know the number, people would look at you and be like, boy, they're really ill-prepared. No. Coach Dave, Saturday before the big game, fell. that's what I want you to do. Don't, don't do any preparation. I want you to have as much fun on Sunday as possible. Rick, the, the, the description you had before the show, spot on. Uh, you know, spot on. Why? What, what, just tell me the number. I don't even care anymore. Why, script, why script the plays? I want you to be surprised. In the, in the <laughs> that's the same thing. <laughs> It won't be as much fun if you guys know what's coming. <laughs> Dave's team has taken all three timeouts in the first, <laughs> first, first minute and a half of the game. 
You, you, you wonder why people look at me as like the, the beacon of the show. I mean, this is why. Because it's you guys beacon. are like low common denominator. Uh, so. No, I don't care. Okay. I, don't, I Honestly, I don't care. Do you just want to know now? No, not really. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> One team is favored over the other team. Right. Great. It's probably, I'm going to say it's like, so So there is a favorite. I, I was thinking pick them. There is a favorite and it's it's moved a point and a half. Why is that funny for you? Uh, I love you so much. Well, honestly, why, how is there comedy there? I just love you. I'm just laughing because no, no, I'm, I'm happy. You're, 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 and I'm you, telling you right you now. You're a bad human being. Whoever from, whoever that, whoever from You probably ESPN, think the guy that walks up to me and, and, and says you hung up on me and, and like in a threatening way. You probably think that's great, too. No, I wouldn't say anything like that. I would give you a big hug and tell you how much I love you. Uh-huh. If this billboard doesn't happen, there's going to be serious problems for everybody. Consequences. Yeah, consequences. This better happen, and there better be multiple billboards. There's no chance of that. At least one, then. Yeah, I think you'll get your one. I think. Oh, I'd love that. How about on the side, like, M- like uh, the side of MSG, big giant billboard? I don't see that. I see like, oh, that'd be like, good. The, the, like the one some small town in Jersey, the one wall of the building <laughs> where they had the Jay Z billboard. It'll billboard. be like the ro- the rotating one. It'll be like, you know, are you in legal trouble? Call Joe Smith, and then like every, you know, then as you get- as you drive into Nutley, it's just Dave, Dave Schwantz just staring you right in the face. Yeah. I, I mean, I could see a lot of accidents happening, though. Oh, God, no. And I hope they don't do it in 3D, because then cars are going to be... <laughs> Windshields will crack. Yeah, because we're going to foot the bill for a 3D sign of you naked. <laughs> <laughs> How about this email? Uh, oh, no. James P. I really hope you guys see this email and really give it to the guys this week. Don't ever let off. It'll be completely understood. I vividly remember everyone on the show laughing, mocking you for saying, Chiefs, Lions, sexy game. I listen to the show every day for entertainment. I listen to Dave Rothenberg for greatness. I never listened to ESPN Radio on the weekends. Turned it on Sunday morning, heard a Rothenberg commercial, turned it right off after. I just thought, if I don't get more Dave, I'm out. You carry this show. Best always, James P. How many times do we need to congratulate you for your uh, lions are sexy? Thing? Do you do you remember that you get because it's the same thing? You guys, were how like, could we? He <laughs> did lions are sexy. <laughs> yeah, sexy. You're, Sharon Stone, sexy. You're you're spot on. Yeah, it's and good. you guys laughed and mocked me. Do you remember that? You almost, yeah. You yes. Do you remember yes. that? Yes. I do remember well, you, that. You, yeah. you almost correctly predicted the Super Bowl without even intending to. Uh, and had you been a man. Had you been a man that has any cojones, you would have taken your sexy lions, and you wouldn't be naked on a billboard right now, would you? I'm not naked on a billboard right well, now. Well, you're going to be. Yeah. It said you took the Niners. Yeah, I mean, listen, it doesn't take away. I guess you could you could throw it in with the 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 fusion of of correct hot takes you had middle to end of 2023 into this year. You've carried the momentum. Red you are on a heater. You are on a heater. I yeah, gotta tell you. And, and listen, it's you're. You're if if you're I mean if you're Dan Campbell and you say you might never get back to this point that's a little sad but uh, otherwise <laughs> Why did I, you I say that otherwise I think your prediction of the Lions everybody was kind of in on the Lions but you were on them from the jump beat the to beat the defending Super Bowl champs I mean week one that's that's big time stuff let that resonate for a moment now yeah let's let, just let let the moment of si- moment of silence for us like like, like a fine wine let that breathe would you and there we go all right. So, <laughs> super. It's like you can't have too much silence on a radio program. And there we go. And there we go. Uh, it's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza V. We're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. All qualifiers get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Get your box for the big game by listening to our show, Barton Hahn, K Show as well. This year's big game pass, 500 bucks in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at the half, and a final score pad of two. Grand, all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey, along with Security Dodge. Come get some. For full contest details, go to SuperboxBonanza.com. All right, let's get back to the phone calls, one 800 Let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Good morning, Ira. Hey, good morning, gentlemen, and congratulations to RJ. I tell you, you, you should send like a basket of anything to Dan Campbell. I mean, I get it to stick with your philosophies, but you got to have a feel for the game. And I'm sorry, you you have a chance to go up three scores, and then if he doubled down, he could have tied the game up, and he, he opts not to kick the second field goal. And I forget who number eight is. Those two drops were killers. So, but you know what? Congrats to the 49ers. You know they did got somebody opened the door. 
and they took advantage of it. And the first game, Spagnuolo did a tremendous job. He basically shut Jackson down, and he exposed him that, you know what, those type of quarterbacks are not going to win big games because if you have the right defensive coordinator, you shut that guy down, he's not a pocket passer, and that's exactly what they did. It turned out to be two good games. Hopefully the Super Bowl is going to be good, and it's sad to see the uh, season go. Ugh. It's it's so sad. Thanks for the call, Ira. I, I, I got to tell you, Dave, I, like I got to tell you. depression this morning. Um, yeah, well, because you don't like the Super Bowl for some reason. No, no, I, I like the Super Bowl. I don't. I just know that it's like it's over. I get two weeks. I get one more game. It's a spectacle as much as it is a game, and then and then that's it. All right, so let's uh, really let's focus our energy then on like really supporting RJ then. As we as we gear up oh, for him to go I'm, to the I'm Super Bowl, for RJ in the Super Bowl, absolutely. Yeah, let's feel happy for him. The Don't only reason I rooted for the Lions, and I still stand by the fact that you can't be that angry at me, is because uh, they've never been there before. It's such an amazing story. Yeah, but you didn't pick them, though. I don't understand. It was uh, it closed well, for us. I'm not seven and pick a, half. a team I don't think is going to win. I thought the Niners were going to beat them up. I thought the second half was going to be the full sixty minutes. What did you see from the What did you see from the Niners' defense against the uh, the Packers? But I thought that was a one off. Whose offense isn't as good as Detroit's offense? I thought that was a one off. Yeah, I thought well, that was, you know, they went in maybe a little cocky, didn't play a great game, found a way, and then the momentum would carry over into, into this game. I was wrong. Uh, you were wrong. Now you're going to be naked. Uh, by the way, it's, it's not like you were some genius. There were one, one incomplete pass away from you not covering that game. I was up. I was up with the spread, 24 and a half points. And then you were down by 10 with seconds left in the game. Right. Yeah, it was an emotional roller coaster. It was. So, so you, this idea that me taking the Niners was wild. No, I'm not saying it was wild. I'm t- like, I was actually, I thought it was, listen, I was a little concerned about my picks as we headed into the weekend. End up going 2-0, which is great. All I'm saying, though, is if you're going to sit and praise yourself for saying they were the sexy Lions and you were going to support them right in the face of RJ, one of your close friends, you, and then you don't take them, I you deserve the to lose. going to win comfortably. You deserve to lose. Uh, well, I did. So there you go. 1-800-919-3776. Big 7 o'clock hour. Rex Ryan in about 40 minutes from right now. It's DNR with you on 98.7 ESPN. All right, now for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call or click Ranger.com or just stop on by and say... Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.